Blaze Radio Network. And now, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. So as I sit here to start the show, I look and Murdaugh, Alex Murdaugh, is on trial for murder. And we talked a little bit about it yesterday, right? We had problems in the beginning, and his girlfriend has testified, his son has testified, his business partner has testified. Hell, they've got the Netflix documentary that's pretty much made him guilty as charged before any of this trial even happened. But he's uh, he took the stand. He's testifying. It's just amazing that they're allowing him to testify in this trial. But, of course, the underlying headline underneath him on the stand is... I did. This is going to come as a huge surprise, but he claims he did not kill his wife and son. So there you go. There you have it. Alex Murdaugh, innocent until proven guilty. He says on the stand, I did not kill my wife and son. I'm uh, pretty sure he's already convicted, sadly. Sadly, he's already convicted. But you never know. You never know. Welcome. That's one thing about life. You never know. Welcome. <laughs> Welcome to Chewing the Fat. So have you heard of Ozempic? It's uh, for diabetics, but it's also being used as a weight loss drug. And it's it was developed for type 2 diabetes patients. And now it's in short supply. There was a guy here at Blaze Studios that was uh, taking Ozempic. And it works dramatically. He was losing all kinds of weight. But now they are finding it hard to keep it in stock. So they're attempting to lower doses while supplies last. They're attempting to switch medications. He can't get it anymore. They won't let him get it anymore uh, because it's in short supply. So it's not really new, but it was approved by the FDA in 2017. And generically, it's known as a semaglutide. Semaglutide. I think that's S-E-M-A-G-L-U-T-I-D-E. And that was, of course, for treating type 2 diabetes. And then people noticed, you know, uh, people are losing a lot of weight. <laughs> so the FDA approved the semaglutide under a brand name Wegovy, W-E-G-O-V-Y, for that use. The problem is uh, it's hard to find. So doctors are now prescribing uh, medications. What happened was more doctors started prescribing the FDA approved Ozempic uh, for prescriptions for weight loss. Now, uh, insurance companies weren't covering the weight loss drug, but they would cover the diabetes drug. So doctors were like, well, you know, he's pre-diabetic. And if you don't have insurance, it was like 1300 bucks for a month or for a month's supply. And I, I was, it was expensive uh, to get it with the person that, w- that works here at Blaze Studios. So, and some physicians were, you know, saying, yeah, he's got pre-diabetic, no problem, it's good to get it to him that way. So, the American Diabetes Association is telling doctors to give priority to Ozempic to diabetes patients. Well, duh, that's, and they are, because the people who are not diabetic aren't getting it, and they made it very difficult. Where this came into fashion, though, I know it's a big TikTok thing, but really, this is a Hollywood thing. And it's just a Hollywood thing of uh, staying thin 
and you know you he was saying the person that takes it here was saying that uh he didn't change anything uh, about how he ate but when he was using it he couldn't overeat because if he overate he was sick for hours uh, you know he didn't feel good it was really really bad so it made you eat less which obviously then you lose weight so if you are able to find a black market for ozempic now's the time as long as we're talking about drugs have you heard about uh, trank yet yeah it's making all the all the headlines trank it's a skin rotting drug that has been infiltrating big cities and zombifying bodies <laughs> uh, it's the new drug in town it's xylazine x-y-l-a-z-i-n otherwise known as trank t-r-n-q and uh, they call it like the zombie drug so it's a substance which seemed to first appear in philadelphia before you know coming across the country and they used it to cut heroin and mostly recently it's been used in uh, fentanyl and other illicit drugs so it's used as a cut but uh it's supposed to be i don't know a veterinary use (laughs) it's a non-opioid but it's not really safe for humans and those who overdose on the drug don't respond to narcan uh weird so uh it has sedative like symptoms excessive sleepiness respiratory depression as well as raw wounds that can become severe and spread rapidly with repeated exposure the crusty alteration uh, crusty ulcerations which can become dead skinned can result in amputation if left untreated because it's not listed as a controlled substance for animals or humans trank lands in a confusing horrifying gray area and hospitals rarely test for it with routine toxicology screenings well they will now because it's being used as uh cut for heroin and fentanyl so they're going to be on the lookout for the old trank <laughs> so last month i guess one user developed the uh, specific wounds near her opioid injection sites i'd wake up in the morning crying because my arms were dying yeah that couldn't have been because of the the heroin <laughs> no it couldn't have been because of that no it was because of the trank the xylazine okay oh my gosh so 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 bad so people with substance uh, use disorders people with substance use disorders who get hooked on zombifying drug believe the emerging substance killed any kind of joy that came with getting high oh no trank is basically zombifying people's bodies until nine months ago i never had wounds now there are holes in my legs and feet i know that's so difficult when you're when you just want to do heroin that's all you want to do and you can't just do heroin anymore because you got trank in it and the trank are putting holes in my body so (laughs) be on the lookout okay just be on the lookout for trank well we might as well stay with drugs shall we or at least diseases so now have you ever heard of vexus scientists only identified this inflammatory disease uh, a couple years ago 
And now research suggests that the syndrome isn't as rare as first believed. However, researchers estimate that 15,500 people in the U.S. over the age of 50 suffer from the syndrome. Symptoms, which usually include unexplained fever, pneumonia, melanoma, arthritis, vasculitis, low blood oxygen levels, and, of course, more. Now, VEXA stands for uh, Vacolus E1 Enzyme X-Linked Autoinflammatory and Somatic. It usually affects adults, mainly men, and most of the symptoms of the condition develop between the ages of 50 and 70. The thing that is really bad is the mortality rate. Half of those diagnosed die within five years. So, researchers believe that vexes represents a prototype for a new type of diseases that humans will face. Yay! Congratulations! In one study, one in every 4,000 men, the study's principal investigator, David Beck, a geneticist at NYU, said in a press release that now Vexus is known to be more common than many other types of a rheumatology conditions. Rheumatologic. Yeah, you know, rheumatologic. Rheumatologic conditions. I got it, okay. <laughs> Uh, and the condition uh, the doctors should add this condition to their list of potential diagnoses when faced with patients with persistent and unexplained inflammation and low blood cell counts or anemia so if you are one of those people that suffer from that you too it's very possible that you have vexus then we but then we have the uh the story that talks about the anti-inflammatory drug that for rheumatoid arthritis which is part of what we are talking about with vexus that they have now found that it may stop bone marrow from becoming inflamed which in turn uh stops you from aging or at least i don't know if it makes you younger but with the bone marrow not becoming inflamed it means that the blood gets old so if it doesn't become inflamed then your blood doesn't get old and if you take this one drug uh it reverses that this kinneret uh you take that and it reverses the fact that your bone marrow you know everything becomes inflamed which in turn makes everything healthier you can rejuvenate old blood by infusing patients with the, with the blood of younger and healthier people but you don't need to do that if you are taking this kinneret so i don't know what to tell you if you think you've got vexus maybe you take a little kinneret <laughs> uh maybe you just uh find you don't don't whatever you do whatever you do, don't take trank because you don't want to be younger with you know your skin falling off and holes on your body but you do want to feel younger so maybe maybe you take that along with the ozempic so you're feeling younger your blood's not as your blood's not as old and you're losing weight huh now now you're talking about the miracles of pharmaceuticals all right let's go to the break room <laughs> i need something cold to drink desperately Good news for all you fans of Rust. You know, the movie that was being shot 
by Alec Baldwin. They announced that uh, they're going to complete the film at the Yellowstone Film Ranch in Montana with production set to begin this spring. So despite facing the uh, involuntary manslaughter charge in New Mexico for the death of cinematographer Helena Hutchins, our man, Alec Baldwin, is still on board for the lead role. Yay! They're finishing the film, okay? Uh, it's been on hold since, uh, since the shooting of Hutchins. Uh, since uh, Hutchins was shot, actually. It wasn't just a shooting. She was killed in October of 2021. So the announcement was made as the production settled a civil suit with Hutchins' widower, Matthew, who has now become the executive producer. Uh, They had said they were not going to return to New Mexico, but didn't say where they were going to do, where they were going to shoot it at. So they were going to, now they're going to shoot it uh, on the Yellowstone Film Ranch. And it was set designed for other Westerns. And, you know, we've seen it. We've seen other shows. And, you know, the main show, of course, is Yellowstone. So uh, good news. Good news. Uh, you know, I don't think this is a movie that anyone actually cared about. So it's huge promotional news for this movie, Rust, which is why they, which is why Alec wants to keep going with it because he knows we need to get this done and people will actually go and see it now because of the horrible incident that happened during the filming doesn't mean the movie's going to be good but it does mean that it will draw an audience uh the last of us on hbo have you been watching that we talked a little bit about that i don't think i'm one i'm all caught up i think i might be one back uh i feel like i got all caught up though and uh i've been enjoying it it's been a fun ride but apparently the uh the this, this latest episode so i must be one behind because I, I haven't seen this episode yet uh the the episode entitled kin and uh, they are i guess they end up uh getting to his brother tommy who, who was uh you know way up north <laughs> and it's already look they already signed uh the last of us for another season all right so no matter what happens you're gonna get you're gonna get uh, another season of the last of us however uh they noticed in this latest episode where people were like hey you know that one shot that you have in the show where you know they're walking across this bridge into montana and uh you know they're they're seeing that we can see crew members on the set (laughs) yeah those guys over there on the left uh those are crew members i can't wait to see it i hope that they don't cut it out before i get a chance to watch it because that's what they did to game of thrones remember uh they they found the coffee cup well it was actually a teacup on a table and it was the starbucks gaffe now hbo acknowledged the mistake and you know they then they cut it out of the uh of the scene so it was uh, apparently Daenerys had ordered an herbal tea and then they forgot to take it off the table for the shot. So it was the Starbucks cup is on the shot in Game of Thrones. And, the, you know, the people are like, I don't think there was a Starbucks. 
<laughs> uh, really funny so now they've got you know the memes are out now of course with starbuck cups next to the crew that you see in the shot on uh on the last of us in fact the one post was brilliant episode something you might want to fix and re-upload though you can see the film crew in this shot <laughs> i love it i love it because how do you think i mean my gosh it's hbo it's this huge show and they let something like that get through to, to making it to the actual airing of the show on the network holy cow wow you can't find good help and i see where the nfl and netflix has partnered up to create a uh docuseries called quarterback following QBs Patrick Mahomes, Kirk Cousins, and Marcus Mariota uh, through the 2022 season. Now, one won the Super Bowl, obviously. The other was benched before being placed on injured reserve. So it should be interesting to watch how that plays out. It's the first collaboration between the streamer and the league. Quarterback is slated to premiere this summer, and it's just one season. So maybe, you know, we'll get more from Netflix. They definitely uh, love the tie to the NFL because you're going to try to step up and get some streaming rights for some of the NFL broadcasts. You know, maybe they just start doing docs like this. But HBO is there, too. So, I mean, HBO is doing uh, their NFL stuff, too. So NFL is just raking in the cash from these streamers. Apparently... Uh, Keith Malinak, uh from the Pat Gray on Lee show and uh, the uh, At the Mic podcast uh, informs me that let's remember, I did mention that uh, Marcus left uh, at the end, I think. But according to Keith, he left with four four games left, right? Yep. And then he just left. So uh, yeah, he just left. He was just gonna have a nice day. So uh, there might you might get some high drama. So apparently, my point though behind this whole thing is that I guess Keith Malinak is working for the NFL and Netflix now because he <laughs> makes me want to watch it. Yeah. So I appreciate the promotion, and so should Netflix and the NFL. Long as we're on sports, uh, congratulations to the NBA for having uh, a horrific All Star game, uh, worst ever. Okay. Uh, million viewers, uh, a 2.2 rating. That's a decline from the previous record low. So they just keep going down and down and down and down. So you can make the case that maybe LeBron isn't the guy. You could make that case that maybe LeBron isn't the guy. Is he the... I mean, it certainly isn't Michael Jordan, Magic Johnson, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Larry Bird days. I'll tell you that. Uh, That's for sure. But they do have some new blood coming in. I see where they've got this uh, Victor Wembayama. Seven feet five from France. 19 years old. (laughs) Uh, Wingspan of eight feet. So he's coming into the. You can, they're projecting him as a first round pick. Uh, duh. 
Uh, he will become the tallest player selected in the lottery of the draft since Yao Ming, who was seven foot six. And to think about it just a little bit, I mean, seven five. Okay. Shaq is seven one. And think how big Shaq is. Now, I know, I don't know if you've ever seen Yao Ming, but I mean, Yao Ming is pretty freaking tall. <laughs> That's seven six. You could say that. He's pretty freaking tall. So this kid, Victor Wimbayama. Uh, from France, the French Freenom, seven feet five. So maybe some new blood in the NBA will help. I mean, there's plenty of sports news. Uh, Major League Soccer is extending its partnership with Audi of America, which, you know, is awesome. I mean, I mean we're cap- capitalizing on the 2026 World Cup. This deal, a three year deal, will pay a multi million dollar fee annually to major league soccer so congratulations to them congratulations to Brittany griner she just signed a new one-year deal with the phoenix mercury so i'm glad that uh, the phoenix mercury has found it in their hearts to go ahead and sign a convicted felon stop it you know it's just a well it's a fact but it's just a joke factual a factual joke So I had several people send me this uh, particular story in uh, email form to chewingthefatattheblaze.com. You can do the very same. Uh, you can send me messages or stories at chewingthefatattheblaze.com anytime, no problem. You can follow me on Twitter at JeffyJFR. Uh, Facebook and Instagram is Jeff Fisher Radio. You can uh, do, you know, do whatever you need. However, this story is uh, I'm a wedding makeup artist and my bride almost walked out on her big day after finding the groom being breastfed by his mother not true i'm telling you the story there's no way this story is true i'm sorry so apparently the unfiltered bride podcast which is tremendous i mean i listen i don't i've never heard the unfiltered bride podcast so it's probably great but one wedding planner georgie mitchell relayed this story Okay, so the wedding makeup artist has claimed one of her brides almost called off her wedding after discovering her groom being breastfed by his mother. Okay, that's what, (laughs) but it's not firsthand knowledge. Okay, so she explained on the podcast, Unfiltered Bride podcast that she'd been told the story by someone she had previously worked with okay so she was told that someone had just finished the bride's face and hair when she said she needed to go use the restroom the bride walked into the toilet and what she saw was enough to end a wedding okay 
So they tried to guess what it was. That would admit that made it so funny on the podcast. <laughs> trying to guess what was so horrible, but then they said, "Nope, uh, it was. Uh, it wasn't taking drugs. <laughs> he wasn't doing the girlfriend. <laughs> he was being breastfed by his mother." <gasps> oh, what? So there's just no way the story is true. I'm sorry. No. All right. <laughs> so, and the bride apparently went ahead with the wedding. So the deal was, would you, you know, go ahead with the wedding if you walked in on your, on your husband to be being breastfed by his mother? <laughs> I mean, is it even, first of all, first of all, is it even technically possible to be breastfed or was he actually if it if he was having taken care of a little business with mom which is weird enough as it is uh was he being breastfed or was it just part of an act uh i i don't know <laughs> but there's no way I'm sorry. No, I don't believe it. Thank you for the story at chewingthefatoftheblaze.com. It made me laugh when I first read it. It made me laugh again today. But there's just no way that this story is real. Now, we know that the story of Sam Brinton, at least part of the Sam Brinton story, is true i mean he's appeared in court in minneapolis he's appeared in court in las vegas over stealing luggage and items that were in the luggage uh you know he's been charged with felony grand larceny right so uh if he's found guilty hello five years in prison ten thousand dollar fine is he gonna is he gonna go to jail for this probably not um although I said that originally for these two cases. I figured, no, he's not going to go to jail. He'll pay a fine. They'll go to court. He'll go to some uh, rehab for for uh, shoplifting, and it'll all be good to go. He lost his gig over it, right? Because I mean, his his he probably still has a business card or two with the deputy assistant secretary of the department of energy's office of spent fuel and waste disposition on it that was his gig so which he does not have anymore but uh he now it's believed to have stolen another lady's luggage and i don't there's probably a lot more out there than just this one but we know that a fashion designer her posts now are going viral because she believes that sam not only stole her luggage at reagan international in washington well i guess reagan international is not in washington dc it's in virginia yeah i got it okay but brenton uh stole her luggage at reagan international and then uh wore the stuff that was in the suitcase (laughs) he's got pictures of him wearing her stuff azaya adaris kesman azaya Darius Thompson, a Tanzanian fashionista from Texas, uh, she claimed that uh, she had her suitcase stolen at Reagan International almost five years ago, and she said the stolen baggage contained a number of custom-made outfits that she had designed herself. And after hearing about Britain's chronic luggage theft, looked him up. She was shocked. 
that she uncovered a number of photos of Brinton wearing clothing that she identified as being her creations. Uh, She posted side-by-sides of the original and Brinton in the outfits. I mean, it looks like this actually happened. We know that he took jewelry from the one, left some of the clothes behind, probably was very dissatisfied with the clothing, which is why he left it behind. But she... uh, said that uh, shortly after his arrest she was charged he was charged again obviously that first charge was $3500 worth of jewelry clothing and makeup and then the other one was uh $2325 worth of luggage and makeup so it wouldn't surprise me that this is i mean his outfits are hers i, I they're, and and they and they look good <laughs> I know Sam looks good too. I know I'm not into puppy love, but Sam, you know, looks good wearing them. Now oh, he does. Don't look at me like that. He does. Boy, I tell you, it's really. I've just I've thought about it all day. I talked a little bit about it on Pat on Leash this morning. Uh, as Pat was off, I was filling in for him. Uh, I I was thinking, man, that takes some guts. And I love the whole idea of just taking the luggage. But there's footage. There's footage everywhere. I said originally when it first happened that there's no way that he hadn't done it before. And he's got to know that there's footage. But if you originally get away with it, nobody's just searching airport footage for that, right? So if you, unless someone complains, you're not going to go back because you need to have the exact day. You need to have the, you know, the, the time of the flight, that kind of thing. But, I mean, there's going to be proof, right? I don't know how long, how far back the footage goes to Reagan International, but if they're able to access that footage, there will be proof that he took her luggage because he just, he likes the luggage. Hey, I like that one. And he walks up and takes it. I mean, that takes, that takes some guts. I give him that. That takes some guts. You just grab it and go. And then one time they said that he had already, the footage already showed where he grabbed his luggage and then he went back and grabbed that one. I would say you just got to grab it and go, man. Just grab it and go. Don't look back. Don't look, don't look to your left. Don't look to your right. If you're going to be a good thief, you just got to take it and go. You can quote me on that. You just got to take it and go. So just when you start to think that uh, you're having a bad day, things are going wrong, you don't know what you're going to do, times are tough, uh, just know that, well, they're probably not as tough as Liam Ellis from Perth, Australia. Now, he's turned his life around. He served more than four years in prison for drug offenses. He claimed he was selling drugs to pay off his tax debt but found a new career path since leaving jail and quitting his gang pornography. So he shoots porn now and then good for him. He's doing well. Uh, he's been in uh, uh, a bunch of shows. Everybody loves him, but now he's suffered a, uh, well, a, a penile fracture. I know. He explained that he was filming and it was an energetic scene and I didn't think any of anything of it at the time, but uh, later everything turned completely black. 
and he went to the doctor and they under he went underwent surgery and has been prescribed a drug to stop him from becoming excited which would put him in real trouble yeah you don't after after you have your penile fracture <laughs> So he's got his OnlyFans page. He's got his uh, the porn business going on, but he also talked about uh, how at one point uh, he was doing a scene and the girl got lockjaw. Uh huh. And uh, so while they were in a scene, she suffered from lockjaw and bit down on his man part and he said it was the most painful experience from his time in the industry so i mean there you go uh you your day is not as bad as as liam's no doubt about that and he's got he's not even working now he can't even work the man is out of work so when you think to yourself that things aren't going well just think well you know i'm not liam ellis and as long as we're you know talking about liam ellis and his business we might as well talk about uh the roman sex toy that was discovered that's two thousand years old it's a two thousand year old wooden phallus found near hadrian's wall uh a hadrian's wall hadrian hadrian tomato tomato uh an archaeologist who analyzed the phallus said it was nice to think romans stationed near the wall were having fun it's not all dangerous barbarians barbarians or boredom while on patrol so this 2000 year old wooden object initially thought to be a darning tool uh-huh because it couldn't be anything else now has reassessed it and it probably was used as a sex toy in roman times six and a half inch wooden object smooth at both ends one of the only clues that experts had about what it might have been used for well uh yeah duh the question we found ourselves asking is what sort of object shaped like a phallus would have a greater wear at both ends than in the middle uh yes and you know what the answer is that's exactly what the answer is that's what it has to be so it was found in a ditch in 1992 at a roman fort all right it was initially classified as a darning tool as i said uh with the volume of items that had been found and we were you know having pressure to conserve them all and we started you know we put them all together and now we're going back through them and they realize yeah that's not a darning tool it starts with a d that's what it is but it's not a darning tool in some space news astronomers have detected auroras on at least four moons of jupiter that would be visible to the human eye according to recently published results the phenomena commonly referred to on earth as the northern lights occurs when electricity charged particles traveling through space interact with a planet's or moon's atmosphere the findings were observed on jupiter's four largest moons astronomers said the display would be visible while standing on the moon's surfaces that's not visible by our eye that's visible if we were on 
Jupiter, uh, while not observable from Earth. Yeah, no kidding. I got it. I understood the story. (laughs) Uh, The results provide insight into the body's lunar atmospheres, suggesting the moons have a thin layer of oxygen and sulfur on at least some of their bodies. So that's kind of cool. I know that uh, we are getting some uh, we're getting some pictures back from the James Webb telescope that have now spotted six galaxies roughly 13 billion years old whose size is much bigger than predicted by current theories. Huh. Huh. And I know that we have now found a runaway black hole. The site, stop it. It's not a joke. It's about space, okay? The hole, the runaway black hole, is the size of 20 million suns. And they apparently have found speeding through space with a trail of newborn stars behind it. They've discovered this. Uh, it's the first observational evidence that supermassive black holes can be ejected from their host galaxies. Wow. So they spotted the runaway supermassive black hole seemingly ejected from its home galaxy and racing through space with a chain of stars trailing in its wake. According to the team's research, was published uh, was published on a preprint server. Yeah, I mean, I love those studies published on a preprint server has been accepted for publication by the astrophysical journal letters well okay then i mean if i read it in the astrophysical journal letters then fine (laughs) so the black hole has a bright streak of light while they were using hubble to observe the dwarf galaxy rcp 28 now that's located 7.5 billion light years from earth so okay uh good news good news there's only just it's just a runaway black hole the size of 20 million suns speeding through space with a trail of newborn stars behind it wow wow pretty cool now i'm gonna let you in on something i'm gonna i'm gonna get out of here today but i'm gonna let you in on a little secret of what we're gonna be doing on pet unleashed uh tomorrow all right so i don't know if pat's gonna be here or not he had surgery today uh, he was getting a kidney stone removed, and apparently they put in a stent. It didn't work, or they put it in. It was supposed to. It was supposed to get out. It didn't. So he was going in to get it out today. And I know they go in through, yeah, through uh, what the porn star got hurt, and uh, then they laser it out. So hopefully he'll be. He said he'd be back tomorrow. We'll see. But one of the papers that Keith set down on the desk here for tomorrow on the show he has a question that was posted on twitter and he wants to do it on the show and we've asked similar questions like this on this show before but this is a fascinating uh question because i already know my answers and uh i'll leave it to you uh to choose we're going to do it on pat's show tomorrow uh so i'm gonna let you in on what we're doing uh here on chewing the fat the question is you're in an arena with 50 hawks 10 crocodiles three brown bears 15 wolves one hunter with a rifle seven buffalo ten thousand rats five gorillas four lions pick two to defend you the others attack you goal is to survive one hour now do you get out of there after the hour or you're just 
you know, you make it an hour, yeah, you won, but then you die. I don't know. I'm guessing the plan is if it's a if it's a game in the arena, if you survive for an hour, then you're able to get out of there. All right. So you have two to defend you from the 50 hawks, 10 crocodiles, three brown bears, 15 wolves, one hunter with rifle, seven buffalo, 10,000 rats, five gorillas, and four lions. Now, I will say this. Right now, I'm choosing the 50 hawks and the 10,000 rats. I want them on my side defending me because there's nothing on this list the crocs the bears the wolves the hunter the buffalo the gorillas the lions that can beat the hawks or the rats sorry about it i want them on my side that's who i'm choosing we'll see if we'll see who the rest what do you what do you think what do you think (laughs) hey be sure to uh I appreciate you listening to the show. Thank you very much. Uh, if you're listening to this show right now and you're not a subscriber, what are you doing? Uh, to subscribe is free. Everybody loves free stuff. But if you're just listening on somebody else's platform or somebody else's subscription, that's freeloading. Nobody likes a freeloader. So subscribe to Chewing the Fat, please, on a platform of your choice. Follow me on Twitter at JeffyJFR. Facebook and Instagram is Jeff Fisher Radio. You can always email the show, chewingthefatattheblaze.com. You can follow me on my YouTube page, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. And you can also uh, order a cameo from me. That's not free. Uh, at JeffyJFR. But I appreciate you listening. And uh, I'm telling you, 50 hawks, 10,000 rats, you're winning that. <laughs> and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.